Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Full Press Daily Podcast. That's right. I'm your host, Ian Glendon, and we are back talking Boston Bruins hockey for the next 15, 20 minutes, perhaps probably only 15 minutes. We'll see how it goes. And in order to do that, I brought in one of our one of our guys over at FullPressHockey.com. You can see his stuff all over the place. I mean, you'd be blind if you didn't see it. Uh, Mr. Jim Berenger. Jim, how are we doing today on this fine, fine Wednesday? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I hope you're doing well. Hope you're feeling better. Uh, Stanley Cup playoffs uh, still rolling on along. Uh, some more coaching changes as we'll mm-hmm. get into. Um, but yeah, doing well. Hockey season's still here. Yeah, hey, you know, like I said, I, 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 I've enjoyed, um, <laughs> you know, Colorado obviously has already advanced to the Stanley Cup final. Uh, the, the Lightning and Rangers are now tied up. And uh, my, my bet for the Rangers to win the Cup, um, I'm feeling a little less confident uh, in that bet than I was a couple, uh, you know, about a week ago. But that is neither here nor there. Like you mentioned, we are here talking coaching changes. And one of the biggest surprises, you want to call it, so far this offseason is uh, the Boston Bruins deciding to move on from head coach Bruce Cassidy. Now, I say surprise, and, and I, I, I don't mean that as it was a total shock, because if you go back and listen to 
one of the previous episodes of the Big Bad Bruins podcast, hosted by myself and Mr. Uh, Chris Blackie. We actually talked about this very thing prior to the Bruins losing to the Carolina Hurricanes. And, you know, my thought process was if the Bruins falter like they've had, you know, pretty much every season since that Stanley Cup run, um, there's got to be changes. Now, do I believe that Bruce Cassidy has been scapegoated in this situation? Absolutely. You know, I, I don't think he was the reason for a lot of these problems, but I also don't believe that he was 100% not at fault in all this. Now, and I'll ask you, Jim, when you continuously... Now, the theme of the Bruins being kicked out of the playoffs was this. Lack of scoring depth, uh, too top-heavy with the quote-unquote perfection line, and just sputtering towards the end. You go back to the Stanley Cup Final, Game 7. What did they do? They underperformed. Where was the offense? Non-existent. Any struggles they had throughout any season basically meant, well, the scoring balance was, well, not balanced. It was mostly from the top line, or when the top line wasn't producing, no one produced. So I'll ask you this. Do you agree, or at least can you see the reasoning behind the firing of Bruce Cassidy from the Boston Bruins? Uh, no, I can't. And I know I'm not in Boston, but to watch this team now, granted Cassidy has his flaws. He's not, mm-hmm. the, he's not a perfect coach, but no co- coach is perfect. Mm-hmm. And not every coach can be a player's coach and top players can say whatever they want and this and that. What he did this year with this Boston Bruins team was remarkable. They faced COVID issues at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. No Tuka Rask. Let's, let's put that right there. Mm-hmm. One of the best goalies in the league retires. Obviously, he had some you know, surgery issues and everything, but everybody knew he was on, on his way out. And, you know, right or not, the fans always blame Tuka. Doesn't matter what happened. He was always there for him. Yes, the bubble, everything like that. He probably shouldn't have gone. But Swayman and Omar, great pairing. Bruins faced some COVID issues. Things didn't start out. Maybe many thought this would be the year they missed the playoffs. What does he do? They come out of COVID. Oh, all I do is take David Pasternak off the top line, move him with Eric Hall and Taylor Hall, move Jake DeBrusque up, and the Bruins started to take off. And they had balance scoring, and Charlie Coyle was fitting in right where he needed to be on the third line because let's be honest, he's not a second line center in the league uh, as much as the Bruins wanted him to be. They added Hampus Lindholm on the back end. They looked good going in. They took Carolina to game seven. They mm-hmm. lost by a goal. Do I question him not starting Jeremy Swayman in game two? Absolutely. I think that might have tipped the scales in their favor uh, to win that series. But when I hear Don Sweeney reference 2015 and saying he needs a new voice and retooling re- and, and rebuild, let's look back at 2015 and the NHL draft. And the three straight picks the Boston Bruins I'd, I'd had. Rather, as and, a Bruins fan, I'd rather not. That is very. <laughs> it's not but, a fun. It's not a fun revisit to go look at that draft. <laughs> but but he keeps mentioning yeah. it, and he missed on everyone. Now the Brusque has turned into a good player, but after, look at who the players were taken after Zach Senishin, <laughs> Matt Barzell, yep. Kyle Connor, and Thomas Shabbat. I mean. There has to be blame on the management staff as well. And I think they scapegoated Bruce Cassidy here. Yeah, and, and uh, 
I, I look, I, I agree, and I, I will, I will say this: like, I, I don't like. I like Bruce Cassidy a lot as a coach. Um, I, I thought, to your point, I thought he absolutely maximized the talent that was given to him, and and that's and that's the and that's the big issue here. Like, do I think that sometimes teams, regardless of how good the coach is, might need a new voice? Sure, I understand that. I get that because sometimes, not intentionally. Uh, the, the message just maybe it gets tuned out. And, and again, that's we, we've seen that. We've seen that for, with very good coaches in the past. But I don't think anything changes unless the management changes. So I think I would be more behind this move had it come also with the firing of Don Sweeney. And I, I think there's a, there's a risk that you take that – no matter who you bring in at this point, nothing is going to change because you have the same people buying the groceries for the coach. Absolutely, 100%. And not to mention now, half the roster is, on, is a mass unit. Mm-hmm. Bergeron had surgery, and we don't know if he's coming back. Looks like he might retire. Um, Brad Marchant's out to December. Charlie McAvoy's out to December. Mike Riley's hurt. Um like the list goes on of injured Boston Bruins players and to make things worse, you know, David Pasternak tries to recruit David Krejci back at the world championships. And he's saying, no way. I mean, as much as he thinks that, you know, a lot of people think he's going to come back, you know, speaking to some people, I, there's a crossroads with this Bruins team. And it, it, and it starts with Don Sweeney because a lot of players don't, they didn't like the fact that they just, he just let Tory Krug walk. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as uh, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Yeah. No, I look, I, I agree. And I, I think some of that's starting to come back a little bit and, and entering the discussion, because now we're looking at it through the power of hindsight. And you see, you know, Zdeno Chara leaving. Like, I, I, I mean, again, Chara walks, Tori Krug walks. You know, this is from 2019. You think, all right, the Boston Bruins are well in position to win the Stanley Cup and you underperform in game seven. You watch your your captain walk away who look no yeah he's not is he the same guy he was when he signed with boston and in, in, in 2006 no of course not but we we saw over the last couple seasons at least you know in 2020 that he was still an effective player and i think that 
hurt the Bruins a little bit then. Then you watch David Krejci walk. You watch Tuka Rash try to come back and and not get back. Um, and and just really, I mean, this 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 uh, trade deadline was the first time I felt like they actually made an effort to improve the team with Hampus Lindholm. Before it was always that mid-tier, mid-level move, and it was just inaction from the Bruins' part. So what would happen? Well, you know, the team would play well, but it would just get stagnant because they didn't make enough moves to improve the team. And where does that? Where does the onus of that fall? The management, Don Sweeney, Cam Neely. You know, these guys that you know, and and I think it was appropriately called, you know, the boys' club. You know, how are you going to break up that that group? You know, how how are you going to become and and uh, evolve and get better as a team if you're not eliminating that, I don't know, that, that group. That, uh, again, maybe Don Sweeney is just not cut out for picking the right talent. We, we've seen that. I mean, you've brought up 2015, and it's like that. that's just such a – I remember going into that draft thinking, wow, they have three first-round picks right in the middle. Now, you know, we're not talking like top of the first round, instant NHL-ready talent, but – you have three first-round picks. You're in pretty good shape. You can miss wildly on one of them and still, still come out far ahead. You can argue he missed yeah. on all three. He did. He did miss on all three. And 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 as Chris and I said on our full press weekly show on Tuesday night, he talked to Russ Cohen that day and he said that's going to set the this is going to come back to bite the Bruins in six years. Well. Here we are, <laughs> 2022, yep. and it's come back to hurt them. Um, you know what? Look, it's it's on management. Look, Bruce Cassidy, any other year, the Bruins are probably winning the division with 107 points. Mm-hmm. Eight teams in the Eastern Conference were over 100 points. The Bruins had 107 points and was the first wild card team. Like, that's how top-heavy the Eastern Conference was this year. He did a very good job coaching this team, and he's not going to be out at out of the market and out of action for not in a long time. I see him getting a job whenever he feels like he feels the right situation is. And it could be in Vegas, could be in Winnipeg, wherever he feels like coaching, he's going to be able to coach because I think he's a good coach. And he did, he maximized the talent that was on this team. And, but you know, it's funny because, you know, not to keep piling on Don Sweeney, but oh, please do what he says. And it's like, he he's like, Oh, I want to retool, re- rebuild, but, I also want to keep this team competitive. Well, you can't have it both ways. If you want to keep the team competitive, why don't you just keep the guy there mm-hmm. and bring in players, but you want to retool rebuild, but you have to pick the right players and the brands don't have a first round pick this year. Well, and I, I think too, like you, you talk about, uh, you know, him playing both sides of the fence, essentially. It's like, it's a, it's a half measure, you know, like you're, you're trying to save face when you should be swinging, you know, in certain situations, when you see a team, that is on the cusp of, of potentially competing for a Stanley Cup, don't sit back. Don't just go to the well of, of I mean, I, I've talked about it so often that it's like every single year we're talking about the same six rotational players for the bottom six. And to your point about Charlie Coyle, it's like, you know, you're trying to force feed him as a second line center when, you know, he's clearly best as a third line center. Like stop trying to put, you know, uh, you know, put too much pressure on these players when, the reality of it is you just got to do a better job building the depth, and that's something that the Bruins just have not done. And we've seen countless times when it's like, hey, if, if those top guys aren't scoring, the Bruins just aren't scoring. And and it's a shame because you think, you think about how good they've been, and it's like they've had this 
fatal flaw for years now, and they've still been able to compete. So it, it, it's it, it's frustrating as a Bruins fan to see what, where this team has gone since 2019, since that Stanley Cup final appearance, um, and and the uncertainty moving forward. I think is the is the biggest question mark. Obviously, you've already mentioned Bergeron. I think he'll be back. I think he's going to come back for one more season. Um, I, again, I, I certainly there's there's a lot of things that need to happen between now and then, but. Uh, obviously, you know, you're going into next season with a new coach, with a new um, philosophy, or at least we hope, because if it's the same old philosophy for management, you're going to get the same old results. I don't care who you have uh, behind the bench. So I'll ask you this, uh, Jim, before we uh, get going here. If you were Don Sweeney, and maybe I don't wish that upon you right now because he's certainly not, <laughs> um, you know, a popular character, but if, if, if this was Jim Sweeney, you know, Mr. Mr. GM of the Boston Bruins, who are you hiring? Who is the perfect hire for you for this team to, uh, if anything, mitigate some of the, the failures of management? Because you can't just hire a guy. You, you need someone who's going to keep this team afloat more so than what the management is going to do. So who is your guy? I mean, if I'm looking around, obviously you have the obvious choices of guys like Pete DeBoer, Barry Trotz, guys like that. But I'm going to look within the organization, guys outside the organization. guy like Jay Leach uh, inside the Bruins organization mm-hmm. that did a real good job. Maybe you, maybe, you know, maybe you see if you can get some Boston area guys in there, know what the team is like, the philosophy. How about a guy like Mark Varr? Um, he's, he's, he's been out there as well. Uh, with the Boston Bruins. I think those are some guys you have to look at. Maybe you don't have to look at the same old recycled guys anymore. Maybe you've seen what Martin, uh, Martin St. Louis is doing mm-hmm. in Montreal and you bring in a guy like that because the players are responding to former players now behind the bench. And that's something that is good for the National Hockey League. And I think that's something that Bruins need to take a look at and, and approach. No, I, I like that idea. I mean, obviously everyone, oh, Barry Trotz or whatever. It's like, okay, you know, big name, but there's a reason why he's been as successful as he's been is now seeing himself leave two organizations in the same time frame that uh Bruce Cassidy was the head coach of the Boston Bruins. Like think about that. Like to me that that's I think we all agree that Barry Trotz is a really good coach, correct? I I, I don't I don't see an I, argument against it. I mean, but one 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 he got fired and the second one his contract expired and the Capitals didn't want to pay him. So, I mean, you know, that there's like the two different instances oh, of sure. shots. I mean, but I mean, I get what you're saying. I mean, you know, Bruce Cassidy was there when Barry Trotz was winning a Stanley Cup of Washington, and then he goes over to the island and he sees him in the playoffs yeah. in, in uh, 2021. Um, and you could clearly see, like, during that run, that Bruins run against the Islanders, the Islanders were out, they were more physical. Um, they were able to take away the Bruins' top line. And like you said before, you need to find depth scoring because depth scoring wins you in, in the playoffs and it wins you games. And you can clearly see how Colorado's gotten to the Stanley Cup final. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Nazem Kadri goes down and guess what? They're fine. They got, they got depth yeah, scoring. Exactly. I mean, it helps when you have Nathan McKinnon and, and the second coming of Bobby Orr with Kale McCarr. But, you know, at the same time, the Bruins have plenty of talent on this team. Certainly at uh, at the top end. I mean, you talk about Charlie McAvoy, uh, David Pasternak, Patrice Bergeron. I mean, Brad Marchand. I mean, these guys are 
top line guys, both defense and offense. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall, yeah, top line, former NHL MVP Taylor Hall. I mean, these guys are top end talent. But once you once you get past that 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 first couple groupings of players, it, it, it's it leaves a lot to be desired. And and these are the problems the Bruins have faced really for the last several years. Is okay. How are you going to get get depth scoring? Well, you got to get talent. Well, you, you can't really change anything when you're recycling the same players over and over again. There wasn't a, a, a instance of okay, we're going to bring in this guy to see if it helps. It's like no, this time we're going to try Charlie McAvoy. I'm sorry, Charlie Coyle on this line, and then we're going to move, you know, uh, Jake DeBrus down here or do that. So again, it was just the same or we're, recycle. Or we're going to bring it. Or we're going to see where Senesian fits here and whoever yeah. fits there. It's like all right, guys, we or we're going to bring in Nick Ritchie. It's not working. <laughs> Yeah, if it's not or Nick Felino, nothing yeah. against Nick Felino, but I mean, like, it's like okay. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products like Venom heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. We want to play fast attacking hockey, but we also want to be the big bad Bruins. Mm. Uh, you got to figure out what you're going to do. Exactly. Like, you have to find a different philosophy. And I think, to me, I think Neely and um, um, Sweeney on their, are on their last legs here with Boston. I think if, if and, and I think it's going to be a hard year in Boston. I really do. I think you know, that that fourth spot in the Atlantic division is wide open now. Um, and, you know, even if they somehow get close to a playoff spot, I think their jobs are on the line right now because oh, it's now on them to get the job done. Well, and, and, and that's really it. When you make the move to move on from Bruce Cassidy, you, you put that pressure now. I mean, it should have been on them to begin with, but there's, there's no more line of defense for no. management. It is solely on them to make this right, and and to your point, I don't think their leash is that long. Um, no, it's and, not. and it'll it's be very not. yeah, it'll be very interesting to see what happens next season because the they're, they're certainly working uphill now. They could go out, make a move, sign a guy like Nazem Kadri, add him to the mix. I I would certainly, as much as I I've despised him in the past, um, that's the type of talent that the Bruins should be going. But the, but the problem is. And I, I mentioned this a little bit earlier. They seem to want to swing for the fences, but only give a hack. You know what I mean? Like they're like, "Oh, we need to do this, but we're only going to go half into it. We're only gonna we're gonna hedge our bets, and that that's never a good thing because then you end up with guys no. like Nick Felino and, and and Richie and 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 all these other you know guys that are are best suited for at best top three offensive uh, grouping." you know, maybe fourth line. So again, you have a bunch of third and fourth line players trying to fill out your bottom six and nine for the most part, and that's just not going to work. So uh, Jim, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, Be sure if you want to check out more hockey stuff, check out the Full Press NHL podcast. Of course, 
uh, final word on hockey show and every Tuesday night, full press hockey week weekly, which involves our friend Jim and our friends Chris and Mike Straw as well. So thank you very much. Hopefully we'll get to talk about the Bruins uh, again in a more uh, positive light. But right now, I think it, 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 that's a long way coming. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. So thank you very much, everyone, for tuning in. Give us a follow on Twitter at FPC. Uh, I'm sorry, at Full Press NHL, there's so many Twitter accounts to keep a, keep a hold of. Uh, you can give me a follow on Twitter at IGLEN31. And, of course, follow Jim on Twitter at Jim Berenger. So thank you, everyone. Follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to us on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And we will talk to you soon. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.